Be dazzled this holiday season by Northern Virginia's largest drive-through light show at Bull Run Festival of Lights. Celebrate the holidays as a family while staying warm and cozy. Drive the festival route from the comfort of your car. Turn off your headlights and just follow the magical glow through two and a half miles of dazzling displays in Bull Run Regional Park in Centerville, Virginia. Plan your visit now. When you visit by mid-December, you'll save. Get your tickets today at BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. That's BullRunFestivalOfLights.com. There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat. Or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop and Pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 55498. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now, let's get into today's life-giving message. I am blessed because the life-giving message I am about to hear will change what I do. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, speak to us now. Give us clarity. Give us strength. We pray that you be present in this building and online tonight, God. As we end this series, God, we want to end, Father, on a whole number level. You've already begun to do it through worship. And so since we're already ready, God, we just say step in and complete the work. It's like surgery. Be the surgeon that steps in and put the finishing touches on what needed to be fixed in us so that as we step into the month of May, God, we're going to see the reality of what it is that we've been learning. We're going to see the reality of what we've been praying for, the reality of what we've been sowing for. And for this, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Come on, give them a praise in the building and online. Come on, Wednesday, where y'all go? Don't drop now. Say, it's going to be real come May. Oh, I need you to speak over your May. Say, it'll be real for me in the month of May. Encourage somebody next to you. Point to them. Say, it's going to be real for you in the month of May. Say, March, he gave you therapy and he healed you. Say, April, after healing, he fixed what needed to be fixed. Say, but come May, it's going to be real for you. Some of y'all ain't saying nothing, you ain't going to see nothing, but I need for the rest of us that believe that life and death are in the power of our tongues, please open your mouth and say, come May, it will be real for me. Come on, let's go to work, let's go to work. So as we conclude this series, it's called Tikkun, and we know Tikkun means to what? To fix, and on Sunday, we learn how to fix your future. Wow, that's all I can say about both experiences from Sunday. And in Jeremiah 29, we looked at Judah, Judah 
was the southern part of the combined nation of Israel. Uh, under King David and under King Solomon, Israel, the northern and the southern kingdom, northern kingdom was called Israel, southern kingdom was called Judah. They were all combined. They were the united kingdom. But then after Solomon died, his sons took over and the kingdom split between the north and the south. So when you see Judah reference, it's referring to the southern part of the kingdom. Y'all with me? So in Jeremiah 29, we see Judah, that what they did in their present, what did he do? It changed their future. And I need you to hear me. You can't do anything about your past. Your past is what it is. But what you can do is use what you've learned from your past to change something in your present that sets up your future. And I just am so, watch me, I feel really bad for the people who thought that, watch me, that the most you were going to be is the last they saw you. I feel really bad, watch me, even for your negative thoughts that maybe you were never going to exceed what you've done in your past. Oh, God, because what you're going to do in your present is getting ready to set you up for your future. I know I keep having you say it, but life and death are in the power of the tongue. So I need you to open your mouth in this building and online and say, and my next 12, they'll be my best 12. You can't do anything about that bad relationship, but guess what? You can change what you're doing now. You can't do anything about that bad business decision from 12 months ago, but you can do something now in your present. What I do in my present is going to change my future. What I do today is going to set up my tomorrow. What I do this month is going to set me up for next month. What I do this year is going to set me up for next year. Open your mouth and say, what I do now is going to change my tomorrow. See, because some of y'all, watch me, you won't do anything in your now because you're paralyzed by your past. And I need you to settle that what has happened has happened. It's over. It's done with. Put a period on it. That goose is cooked. That thing is dead. But what's still alive is right now. And what's still alive is what's to come. I rebuke the devil making you think that you screwed up too much, that you messed it up too much. Watch me. That you'll never be able to achieve that level again. You're not just going to achieve that level. I prophesy you shall do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think. Somebody open your mouth and say, it's on now. So today, here it is, here it is. This is what decides your future, your habits. So today I want to jump right into it. I want to teach you how to uh, 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 teach you how to fix bad habits. Uh-oh. How many of us can be honest that we have some habits that aren't the best? All right. We all have a few habits that perhaps aren't best. In Jeremiah 29 and 1, we looked at this. Now, these are the words of the letter that Jeremiah, the prophet, sent. All the people who Nebuchadnezzar had carried away captive. And what did I teach you on Sunday? King Nebuchadnezzar, who was king of Babylon, his name means protect my child. So God orders them to leave Jerusalem. To be Watch me. Not just leave, but to be carried away. Stop. What do you do when the force against you is so overwhelming it carries you? The Bible says that they were carried away from Jerusalem and they were carried into 
uh, of Babylon. And as they go into Babylon, we learn that Nebuchadnezzar is the king. His name literally means protect my child. Jerusalem means city of peace. Babylon means city of confusion. Jerusalem means shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Babylon means everything is crushed. Everything is crushed because I now have to adjust. Mm. I have to assimilate to a new way of life that's different than what I was used to before. I have to adjust to how Babylonians speak. That's why Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that's their Babylonian names. That is not their Hebrew name, which means, watch me, even when I'm in a Babylonian situation, my identity begins to shift. Let's talk. You can begin to forget who you are and what you're supposed to do. And some of you got to be careful that you don't allow your Babylonian situation to change you into somebody less than what God is. I need you to open up your mouth and say, I refuse to mess with Babylon. I, uh, uh, because, because, because I'm going from, it carry, they're carried away from Jerusalem into Babylon. And the Bible says that Nebuchadnezzar is this king, but his name means protect my child. Which means even in the midst of what's confusing me, God says it's still protecting you. Because you can't see what's on the other side of what I'm protecting you from. What if I told you that had he let you get in that relationship, it would have killed you? What if I told you that had he let you move by now, you would have made the worst financial decision of your life? What if I, y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. What if I told you that had he let you be friends with those people, that those friends, you thought it was bad. It was supposed to be your end. They had you set up, oh, y'all ain't going to talk. What if I told you that what you thought was hurtful was supposed to be ten times worse? But he said, I never Nebuchadnezzar that confused you, but it protected you. It confused you, but it put. I just need to know who in the building and who online can thank God. Watch me. I didn't understand it while I was in it, but when I look back, I'm so grateful. Can I, can I, I need, I feel like preaching tonight. Y'all got to go with me. So, so yesterday, 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 um, I was on a call, and when I was on a call, I got a text that a pastor, um, that a pastor had a heart attack, and, and I was looking at that, and I looked at that, and I immediately began to pray, I was on a call, and right when I got off that call, I got a, another message saying that that pastor had, had left the earth, um, and, and while I don't know all of his medical history or background, any of that, the Lord said to me yesterday, he said, son, I told you in prayer. Y'all ain't going to say that. I said, I told you on prayer that I was going to reveal to you what I was protecting. You're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. He said, son, there was some stuff that I delayed, and I delayed it because I wanted to make sure that it would not overwhelm you. Y'all ain't going to talk. I wanted to make sure there's some people I kept away from you because I wanted to make sure you weren't stressed out dealing with. <laughs> he said. I am protect what if I told you that what you asked for you weren't ready for so I sent Nebuchadnezzar to protect you watch me from you 
There's some stuff you wanted to do I didn't let you do. Some stuff you were trying to get involved in I didn't let you get involved in. There were some businesses you tried to start that I shut down. There were some connections you tried to make that I shut down. Because it's confusing. But I ordered it to protect my child. But let's make sure while we're talking about that, Father, we pray for that pastor, we pray for that church. We send your shalom to them. We rebuke discouragement and frustration. We declare that that family, God, that you send them peace now. That you would use this situation to draw them closer to you. And we rebuke the enemy that would think that he got the victory. The Bible says, Where is your state? To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And we thank you for it now. We pray that his legacy would go on. We pray that what he's called to do would continue to press forward. And we declare that even in his absence, it would be greater. In Jesus' name, I need you to give God praise. Watch me, not for your man of God, but for another one. That's who we are, Harvest. 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 I don't care if nobody else is like us. That's who we are. Hallelujah. Somebody say he was protecting me. What if I told you that he didn't let you get close to certain people that were family because he wanted to protect you? What if I told you that you kept reaching out and it kept getting shut down because he was protecting you? <laughs> What if I told you that he, he didn't let it go through and you kept saying, this is crazy. Why is this not happening? Why is this not happening? It makes no sense. It makes no sense. What if I told you he was protecting you? But here's how protection looks confusing. Protection looks confusing. Can I teach you a lesson in leadership? It's not your job to understand it all. It's just your job to know that you're covered. It's not your responsibility to know the why behind every what. It's just your responsibility to say, well, the same voice that got me to this place is the same voice that's going to get me from this place. And the Bible says by a prophet they came out of Egypt and they stayed out of Egypt, which means it's not my responsibility to know every little detail. I just need to know. It may be confusing, but I'm being protected. So watch me, verse 4. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, to all who were carried away captive, whom I caused to be carried away. God says... It confused you, watch the next part, and it carried you away. It was so overwhelming, you got caught up in your feelings. You got caught up. Who can be honest that there's some days where you got caught up all in your feelings? Come on, y'all, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Come on, let's tell the truth. There were some days you got all the way carried away. Matter of fact, you woke up saying it's going to be a great day, and by 845, you were carried away into something else. Couldn't focus, couldn't. Just mad. Y'all ain't going to talk. Just confused, angry, and mad. So first, so first, it's confusing. It says now you're carried away. Watch me. It, it literally, I am being displaced. And the problem is, when I'm sitting here, I don't have my script. I don't have my laptop. Let me see if I can make a play for you. I don't have, watch me, what I thought I needed. I don't have what I thought that I needed because I, I've been carried away. So now what I'm used to in front of me is gone. 
Watch me. Watch me. See, sitting over here, I'm looking at different people. So the people I'm used to being around me are no longer around me because I've been carried away. So over here, I knew the middle section, but when I come over here, now all of a sudden, I'm seeing different people. Let me see if I can make it play. So as many of you, you feel like, God, I don't even know who around me anymore. I feel like it's strangers all around me. I feel like everything is new. That's because you've been carried away from what was comfortable to what's confusing. But can I tell you, whenever you're uncomfortable, that's when God's about to grow you up. Because growth and comfort cannot be in the same place. The only way to grow is you got to get uncomfortable. I need you to give God, watch me, two seconds of praise that he got you uncomfortable. Go. Two. One. Say, I'm uncomfortable, but it's okay. It sounds different over here. Because see, over there I have two monitors on the floor. Over here I have one, which means, watch me, I'm only hearing half of what I was hearing before, <laughs> which means I have to pay closer attention now to what's coming out of the message because I don't have it coming at me the same way it used to come at me. And it didn't change, but my positioning changed. So they're carried away from Jerusalem to Babylon. And the Bible says, who ordered it? The Lord. Somebody say, the Lord ordered it. They go to confusion. And I taught you on Sunday that there's a root Hebrew word for Babylon, which means to mix oil and flour for an offering until every particle of flour is anointed with oil. Please pay attention to the table. I want to show you what some areas of your life have been. Because Babylon for many, watch me, sometimes all of your life can feel that way, but sometimes only segments of your life can feel that way. See, you can feel great about one area, but in another area, it'd be confusing as a. So you're the flower. <laughs> you're the flower. You're the flower. So what does he do? So he puts you in a situation in a scenario, oh, no, that was on purpose. See, because, see, you don't get to determine how he pours you. See, your problem is you're a control freak. You want to control everybody, including God. But there's some stuff God says, you ain't going to be able to control me in this. I'm going to shut you down to where you don't have to do anything except say, yes, Lord. Who can be honest in the building? There's some situations you don't have no control of and this is what you feel like God it's not as nice as I like it's not as pretty as I like it's not as clean as I like it's not the way I want it because he said you're gonna learn today got it all over you so now here you, watch me here you go and all of you didn't even make it in Y'all still with me? Here we go. I'm almost done. So here's what the Lord says. The Lord says, I'm going to start to whisk you. Because see, cause see if, if I just pour oil, uh-huh, 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 but I don't whisk you, the oil doesn't automatically mix with the flour. If y'all don't say something to me in this building, 
So for many of you, God says, you asked me to use you. You asked me to anoint you. You asked me to get to glory. Well, if I don't whisk you, come on, real close. The only thing that's going to happen is the oil is going to sit on top of the flower. It will never penetrate, which is why the only time you feel power is at church. Because it's on your covering, but it ain't in you. So he takes you to a Babylonian situation where the Bible says he's going to mix the oil with the flour. He's going to mix the oil with the flour. And it's messy and it's uncomfortable and you don't like it and stuff is splashing everywhere, but he's mixing. He's mixing. He's getting rid of some bad habits, getting rid of a bad thought process, but he's mixing. And now all of a sudden, watch the screen. Watch the screen. And now all of a sudden, now all of a sudden, give me the Hebrew word definition there. Now all of a sudden, Watch me, every particle of flour is anointed, watch me, covered with oil. So much so, please, if y'all don't shout off of this, I am leaving this building right now. So much so, this does not look like this. Some of y'all don't even understand what he's trying to do. You're like, I'm not the same. Duh, that's the whole you better than you were before. Open up your mouth and say, he's making me better. Come on. Come on. Come on, let's go. Come on, let's go. So that all of this is mixed together. This is a powder. This now is a different, different, different substance. Uh-huh. I can use this to do stuff I couldn't use this for. See, no matter where I pour this, the oil goes with it. This is why many of you, you've been like, God, why won't you give me a better hand? Because everybody else keeps getting everything handed to them, and i got to fight for everything. But God says, I need you to see that if I pour you in Denver, you're still oily. If I pour you in Atlanta, you're still oily. If I pour you in Amazon, you're still oily. Wherever you go, the oil shall. Everywhere you are, everywhere you go. And the reason he didn't make it easier for you. The reason he didn't make it easier for you is because the oil makes Watch me. It makes it easier for you. It doesn't make it easier. So he never made your life easier. He made it easier for. Because you can lie on me, but I'm still oily. You can sit right there and look at me like I ain't saying nothing to you, but I still. They can set you up on your job, but you still. And where does he send you to get the oil? Babylon. The oil is anointing. The Bible says the anointing breaks yokes. Isaiah chapter 10. Bad connection. So watch me. When, when, I've, changed, when I've changed forms. Shut up. 
because you can catch it. Actually, no, 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 don't catch it. Because I want them to see something. Because it's so powerful. The, the God says, you worried about somebody using you. But your oil is so powerful that what they thought they used was nothing more than your overflow. I need you to give God glory that nobody has used you. Nobody has taken advantage of you. Baby, that's just my oil working. That's just my oil working. And he got me oily where? In Babylon. He got you oily where? In a confusing and crushing situation. Y'all still with me? I can stop right there. But can I take you further? Look at verse 5. Build houses, dwell in them, plant gardens, eat their fruit. I gave you four things on Sunday. Build, dwell, plant, eat. Build, dwell, plant, eat. Say it with me, Wednesday. Build, dwell, plant, eat. Here's the deal. When we're in a confusing situation and a crushing situation, here's what we like. We want the fastest way out. And the fast way out is the wrong way out. Because what happens if you haven't been mixed with enough oil you're not digestible you can't be used so what does that mean you sit stagnant and for some of y'all you wanted out of your Babylon which is why you were stagnant you complained about it you said why me when is this over when is this gonna change can I get some witnesses in here but God says the moment you stop complaining about your Babylon that's when I'm gonna say I think she ready now I think he's ready now and you listen you gotta tell yourself I will not complain you gotta tell yourself I will not speak negative you gotta tell yourself I will I will speak well of the Lord now you have to tell yourself that you have to tell yourself that Tell yourself that. Because, because if you don't, he will say, well, you're not ready yet. You need some more mixing. You need some more whisking. You need some more whisking. Can I go deeper? If you whisk fast enough, you whisk air into whatever you're whisking. So not only will you have the oil, but you have the... He says, you're going to learn how to depend on the spirit. See, other people get their sales with sales techniques. You get yours with the Holy Ghost, y'all. The Holy Ghost will walk up and tell you to ask, hey, how you doing? What do you do? Y'all ain't saying nothing to me. I need some witnesses in this building and online. Listen, you do yours by YouTube. I do mine by the Spirit. You do yours by Google. I do mine by the Holy Ghost. How are you number one in your department, the Holy Ghost? How are you number one in what you do? Go. Verse 6. I got to go. Take wives for your sons and daughters. And take wives for your sons and give your daughters to husbands so that they may bear, bear sons and daughters, that you may be increased and not decreased. I said this to you on Sunday. Build relationships that create mutual increase. All right? Build relationships that create what? Mutual. See, if I'm this, I can't fool with this. Can I tell some of y'all problem? You want to be accepted by less than. Well, why don't they? Well, why don't they? Well, what? Because they're this. And you can get with this or you can get with that. 
But in this case, you need to get with that. Because that's where it's at. Every time, every time, please listen to me. I have learned, the Lord has shown me that there were times I wanted to connect with different people and, and do things with different people and all that. And, and, and he, the Lord would just, he just would shut it down. I mean, folks would just go nuts and crazy and all kinds of stuff. He's like, just, what, you drink a drain on? He says, son, I, please listen to me. I spent too much time getting you like this to let this, watch what happens now. Now I got to start all over. Be careful that you don't let the wrong people in your life. Because then there's stuff you got to go start all over. Because now I got to whisk it again, but I can't do it on the table. So now I got to put you all the way back in another Babylon. Come scrape it. Come scrape it. Come scrape it. So this, the clear thing is Babylon. Clear thing is Babylon. Now you got to scrape it. You got to scrape. Don't use your hand because I mean, you give, give me something to scrape it. Let me give, give me another envelope. Somebody give me an envelope. Give me something, something to scrape. Come on, saints. Come on, saints. Let the Lord use you. There you go. Thank you, sir. All right. All right. You got to scrape it. All right. That's oil and money. All right. So look. So this is why many of you feel like you're always starting over. It's because you invited the wrong people. So now he's got to scrape you and put you back in another Babylon. And then now he's got to whisk you all over. I rebuke unnecessary resets and restarts. I rebuke you trying to get with less than. I pray that the relationships in your next 12 months are mutually beneficial relationships. I rebuke leeches that just come into your life to take from you. I pray that you will have people that pour into you as you pour into them. Mutual benefit, mutual benefit in Jesus' name. Somebody say, I received that. So let's go further. Verse 7, and seek the peace of the city where I've caused you to be carried away captive. Pray to the Lord for it, for in its peace you will have peace. Now, last night, this is what, this is what was interesting to me when I was looking at this again. He says, I need you to pray for Babylon. Because in Babylon's peace, you will have peace. Now, wait a minute. Babylon means confusing. Babylon is crushing. Babylon is a mixing of the oil and the flour. Babylon is Nebuchadnezzar, uh, 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 the Lord protect, uh, protect my child. But you're telling me to pray for the thing that's confusing me? You're telling me to pray for the person that's lying on me? You're telling me to pray for the person? I don't want, I got some words I want to use, God, but ain't none of them spiritual. I got some stuff I want to say, but ain't none of it approved by the Holy Ghost. Where the real people at? If you don't have any haters, you must not be that good at anything. You only have haters when you're good at something. Can I just get you, watch me, can we have a moment? Can we have a standing ovation? Can I get everybody to stand? Can I get everybody to stand? Here's a standing ovation. Watch me, for your haters. Why? You just showed me where I'm valuable. I've never seen a bank robber break into an empty bank, which means whenever you are attacking, that's what I need to pay attention to because that's where the treasure is. I Say thank you, Judas. Say thank you, hater. 
you showed me just how valuable I am. You be seated. You be seated. You be seated. So, so watch this. So, so watch this. Watch this. Don't curse Babylon. This one's hard. Don't curse Babylon. Don't curse it out. And don't curse it. Don't, listen, don't speak evil of it. Okay. It's quiet in the building. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Come on, Twitter video. Um, um, watch me. Don't curse it. Don't speak evil of it, even though it's evil to you. This is hard. Evil, what does that mean? Contrary. He says, don't you, don't you curse it. He said, don't you curse your baby mama drama. Don't you curse your baby daddy drama. Don't you. Y'all are too quiet to me. Don't you curse that issues, those issues at your job. Don't you curse the city I put you in. The city, watch me. I've been blessing you in the midst of the city. I, I need some of y'all to just thank God for the city you're currently in. It doesn't mean it's your end, but I need you not to curse it while you are in it. Don't speak evil of Denver. Y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. Don't speak evil of Miami. Don't speak evil of wherever you find yourself. This one was, this one's hard. Because you ever just drove down the highway of a place you didn't want to be and every little thing everybody in the city did ticked you off? You driving down 25 times, I say, this is why I can't stand these non-driving people. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me today. You driving on IT and talking about this is why I can't, I can't stand these people. You walk into your job just to be, here they go. Hey. Come over here, start nothing with me. This one's hard. Come on, my son. This one's hard. Because he says, don't curse it. He says, and until you stop cursing it, I won't bless you in it. Say, Father, forgive me for cursing my Babylonian situations. Instead, ooh, I seek its shalom. Because in its shalom, I am shalom. I speak well of where I'm at. I speak well of what I'm in. I speak well of what I'm going through. I speak shalom to it. Nothing is missing. Nothing is broken. Nothing is lacking. All is well, verse 10, let's go. But thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed in Babylon. Notice the sequence. He said, don't curse it. And then he says, once I hear you, stop cursing it. It's hard. I'm not, I'm not even finna, mm -mm, we ain't even finna pretend with that. We're not even pretending with that. It's hard not to curse something that makes you want to curse. Why y'all being so religious in this building? Because some of y'all, I can tell. Huh? You're speaking in holy tongues tonight, but I can tell. Before you pulled up on Jewel Avenue, you was... 
Hold on, let me get my spirit right before I walk in this building. Hold on. Lord, touch. <laughs> Come on. Lord, touch. Lord, touch. Lord, you better get me right before I get in the auditorium. Because I already know Bishop going to say something if I ain't worshiping. So let's be honest. <laughs> All right. He says, thus says the Lord, after, say after. After you stop cursing it, you stop speaking evil of it, you stop saying, why me? You stop comparing your journey to somebody else's journey. You stop comparing somebody else's highlight reel to your practice footage. Listen, what's their highlight reel? That's what they show you on social media. They didn't show you the practice. They just showed you the touchdown. But just like you got practice footage, they got practice footage. But you're comparing your practice footage to their highlight reel. So you're always going to feel less than when you're comparing yourself to somebody different from. He says, after 70 years are completed, watch me, at Babylon. Come whisk, please. Come whisk. Won't you whisk? Won't you whisk? After 70 years are completed. <laughs> y'all be careful when y'all come up here to sing. It's oily. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Watch me. <laughs> and if you fall, I ain't doing no healings tonight. No healings tonight. No healings. It's not healing night. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Y'all know I love you. But this is the after, after seven, watch me, after 70 years of this, what is 70? Completion. What did I teach you in prayer? 70 means, watch me, the divine spiritual order, spiritual perfection. Spiritual perfection doesn't mean perfect in the way you think of it. A perfect biblically means whole, spiritual wholeness. God says, you're not going into your next incomplete spiritually. Because if I get your spirit right, I got your money. If I get your spirit right, I got your family. If I get your spirit right, I got your marriage. If I get your spirit right, I got your kids. If I get your spirit right, I got everything about you. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. If Thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed at Babylon. So it's not literally 70 years. God just says, as soon as all this is mixed, which means, stop. If you stop resisting, you control freak. Uh-uh, let me fix that. You formal control freak. Come on, uh-uh, uh-uh. Some of y'all are getting quiet. All the control freaks like, he ain't talking to me. <laughs> you control freak, yes I am. Put your hand up. Come on. What is a control freak? If you don't understand it, you don't do it. What's a control freak? You need to know every detail before you take any steps. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. What's a control freak? You asking questions that are above your level. Y'all ain't going to send them. What is a control freak? Well, I want to know that. But I, and God says, you're a control freak. Well, God, I just want to know why you got me here. You're a control freak. I got you where I got you. Now sit down. I'm, I'm preaching my last 15 years. But when I turn 15, I'm turning 70. But when I turn 15, I'm turning 70. But when we turn 15, we're turning 70. Some of y'all will catch it next month. Some of y'all will catch it next month. But thus says the Lord, after 70 years are completed, at Babylon, he says, so you have to stay in this situation until I've completed it. And it could happen faster if you stop resisting. 
Your resistance, watch me, you get emotional versus, the, versus evolving. You cry when you need to be conquering. You fighting the wrong fights. You letting the enemy get you to fight people that are on your team instead of fighting with your team. He got your family all messed up. Watch me. Watch me. I said, stop resisting. Can you just lay your hands on yourself and say, stop resisting. Stop it. Stop it. Anybody going to say it to me? Stop! Y'all are too quiet for me in this building. But I need to pray about it. God says, okay, well, why are you praying? Okay, just hold. I ain't going to whisk. Because there are things that don't require prayer. They just require obedience. I don't pray about tithing. I obey. I don't pray about forgiving. I obey. I don't pray about serving. I obey. I don't pray. I obey. I got to go. After 70 years of completed, why y'all laughing? I say, I got to go. Like, I ain't got nowhere to go. I got to go to the gym. <laughs> I'm just joking. After 70 years of completed in Babylon, watch me. God says, I'll visit you. So what does this mean this feels like? He's the one doing the visit or the, the whisking. But watch me. But because you, pay close attention. But because you only had contact with his whisk. You feel like he has been distant. Who can testify about feeling that way sometimes? Like, like you're like, God, the only thing I got is process. Where you at? The only thing I keep going through is trouble, trouble, trouble. Where you at? He said, well, I was there the whole time doing the whisking. Problem is, 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 is that you think that a good father only comforts and coddles and doesn't correct and whisk. And he's a good, good father. Which means he says, my job? And, and do, do it real big. When you do it real big, you get that air in there. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, there you go. See them air bubbles? Yeah. All right, watch me. Oh, no, I, 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 I can watch YouTube videos about how to cook. Watch. Everybody watch. Let's <laughs> see. Let's see. God says, I will visit you. Everybody pay attention. In Babylon, you feel like he's not there. In Babylon, you feel like, can I, be, can I go deep? In Babylon, you feel like he hates you sometimes. You know he doesn't, but your mind will start telling you, like, are you, do you? Okay, let's have an honest, honest, honest moment. In this building online, online, I need you to wave at me. In the building, just put your hand up. How many of you in, in any, oh, y'all, <laughs> hands already up. <laughs> How many of you, you've ever felt like, God, like, you're against me. Like, you don't like me. You are against, you hate me. Watch me. Everybody pay attention. My hands are up too. Even when you're called and anointed and appointed, you can wonder where you're at. God, what I do, I do for you. This ain't for me. But where you at? He says, I'm coming to visit you. Not that I ever left you. <laughs> I never left you. I was right there. 
I, you just got to know my wisp. But you can't have me and not have my whisk. See if I can say it another way. You can't have me and not have my direction. You can't have me and not have my correction. My will, not your will. Open up your mouth and say, Lord, your will be done in my life. Come on. I will visit you. Here it is. And cause you to return to this place. And I said this to you on Sunday. Thank you. You're ready for your future when you're 70 in your present. You've stopped cursing it. He's completed something in you. Then he says, now you're ready. Now look at that table. It looks a mess. But it's ready, though. Y'all playing with me. I'm going to talk to these two people right here. Look at that table. It looks a mess. And when it looks messy, that's how you know it's ready. You think it's going to be all clean and nice and nice and neat. God says, uh-uh, uh-uh, it's ready. It, 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 table's a mess, but it's ready. You don't recognize what you used to be anymore. Good, because it's ready. You're more patient. You're so patient now, you, you surprise yourself. There's stuff you would have snapped, crack on, and popped about 12 months ago, and all you did when it happened today is say, I will bless the Lord. At all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. I got to go. Look at this, verse 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Say a future and a hope. Verse 12. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. Which means while you're in Babylon, it feels like he's not listening. Because notice, the, and watch me, and even notice the words. He says, and I will listen to you. What is he really telling you? It felt like I wasn't listening because while you were praying prayers to get out, I wasn't. So what you felt was real that time. Every time you're like, Lord, get me out of here, Lord. Turn it, Lord, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it, turn it. He said, you turn. You, you turn. You change. You, t you can't rebuke me, so you can't pray your way out of this. You can't rebuke me. You can hold it up, but I need you to stop resisting. And I just believe there's some people in this building online where you say, Lord, I'm not resisting anymore. I, Lord, whatever you want out of me, get it out of me. And how do you know that? Watch me. Because many times when we're in a Babylonian situation, we pray to get out, not to change the habits that got us there. Uh-oh. Get me out of Babylon, God, but, but don't. don't but let's not talk about how I got there, though. It's quiet in the church. Verse 13, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me. Look at this. With all your heart. Listen, your habits kept you from giving me all of your heart until Babylon. Uh-oh, why y'all get quiet? Your habits kept you from giving me all of you or giving the Lord all of yourself until he put you in Babylon. And then he said, I got you now, don't I? What you going to do now? Oh, you still ain't going to give me yes? I'm waiting. But your mama waited. And her mama waited. And your daddy waited. And his daddy waited. I thought you were the curse breaker. 
I thought you were the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. I thought you were going to be the first one to get it done. And to be the first one to get it done, guess what? You got to be the first one out of Babylon. I need everybody that believes that in your next 12 months, you're going to be up out of your Babylonian situations. Release a praise right there. Go. Come on. Let's put a timetable on and say, come May. I'm stepping out of my Babylon. Watch. What's a habit, Bishop? A habit is a settled or regular practice. And habits are more powerful than the effect of his name and the effect of his word in your life. Pay close attention because I'm about to, we gotta, there's some habits we got to change. That was the whole purpose of all of this. And I says, I didn't get all of you and you didn't even pray right because your habits. You wouldn't give me all of you because of your habits. It wasn't the devil, it was your habits. It wasn't spiritual warfare, it was your habits. It's not warfare that you're not disciplined. It's not warfare that you don't know how to bite your tongue. It's not warfare that you don't know how to not get an attitude when you don't get your way. That's just a habit. Y'all ain't going to talk. It's not warfare that you don't know how to be re uh, uh, respectful the same way you want to be respected. Yeah. It ain't warfare that you don't know how to submit. That's that. Okay, it's quiet. Let me show you these three levels of power, then we're out of here. Number one, his name. If you go up in church, you were taught, and the name of Jesus is above every name. And there's no power in his name. That's true. Philippians 2, 9. Therefore, God has also highly exalted him and given the name, which is above what? Every name. Now, not just human names, but anything that can be named. This is why you, watch me, this is why things are named so that they can be subject to his name. So cancer has a name, mm -mm, which means it's subject to his name. Lack has a name, which means it's what? Subject to his name. Depression has a name, which means it's subject to his name. This is why, watch me, whenever you find the name of whatever is causing you issues, you need to know that it is subject to his name. And if you grew up in church, this is where you stop. In the name of Jesus. And right here, the church be tearing up. Everybody running around talking about the name of Jesus. Jesus, 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 But somebody say, but wait. There's something more powerful than his name. What is it, Bishop? Psalm 138 and 2 says that his word is more powerful than his name. Look at the screen. I will worship towards your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and your truth. For you have magnified your word above all your name. Why does it say all your name? Because he doesn't just have one. He's Jehovah Jireh, but his word's more powerful than that. What does this mean practically? See, I can call on Jesus for a miracle, but if I follow his word, I won't need one. I can call on Jesus to step in and fix the situation, but if I follow his word, the situation won't need to be fixed. Come on here. Oh, somebody say his word is more powerful than his name. Watch me. As many of you think, ooh, that's it. Do the word. Somebody said, but wait, there's something more powerful than his word. Some of you, if you grew up in church, you feel like I just cussed you out. You're like, ain't nothing more powerful than the word of God. 
Really? If that's true in practicum, why is it that you hear the word? Let's go here. Sometimes even do it. And don't see the results you want. Let's have a real honest conversation. How many of you, you've heard it, you've done it, and didn't see what you expected to see? Let me show you why. Let me show you why. You ready for this? This is about to free you. Somebody say, I need freedom tonight. Because many of you have been holding God hostage. Lord, you don't keep your word. And Lord, you didn't do this. And Lord, Lord, it's hard to trust you because you didn't come through. And Junebug and them was going through all that. And Lord, you didn't come through. And, and God says, let me tell you what's more powerful than both my name and my word. Mark 7, 13. Let me just give you the answer. Your habits. Mark, I know it is. Mark 7, 13. Mark 7, 13. Making the word of God of no effect through your tradition. Tradition is the Greek word paradosis, which means your rituals and your habits. God says, my word is powerful, but your habits made my word of no effect. The word wasn't less powerful. It just had no effect for you. So you watched somebody else work it, and it worked. And then you looked at your life and said, watch me. Well, why isn't it working for me? Well, here's the question you never asked. What habits do they not practice that I practice? Because it ain't your gift, it ain't your talent, it ain't your skill. God says, listen, we must walk by faith, but our faith it is impossible to please him. So what is it about your habits that have gotten in the way? Let me give you three areas of habits that you got to make a change. How many of you just got your mind blown right there? All right, all right. Because many people, you've held God hostage. Lord, I can't believe you ain't came through for me. And God says, I can't believe you ain't changed. I can't believe we're having the same conversation. You've been saved for 10 years, 20 years, 30. Why are we talking about the same stuff? It's all right to have issues. Just make them new ones. <laughs> That's what the blood is for. You know, you have issue lists, but let's have some new ones. Three areas, your consciousness. How do you think? Your thoughts create your actions. As a man thinks, so is he. Your consciousness. Say my consciousness. How do you think? Because your thoughts are habitual. It's a settled way. It's, it's a settled practice. Like, this is how I think. This is how I think. This is how we handle it. This is how I do This is me. This is who I am. Your consciousness. It's a habit. If you think negative, it's a habit. It's a habit. If you think positive, it's a habit. If you think everybody's against you, it's a habit. You ever met a victim that was always being victimized all the time, even if they weren't being victimized? Like, they're just being victimized. Like, hey, how you doing? I just feel like everyone, if you don't go somewhere in center. <laughs> and here's the deal. You can hear a word that gives you freedom, but that word not penetrate because you go right back to your habit. You go right back to your habit. You go right back to your way of thinking. This is why the Bible says meditate on the word. This is why I say go on YouTube, get the podcast. Medi I got to keep getting this word because I need this word to change my habits. Yeah. 
so much so that, watch me, that what I would normally say doesn't come out. What I heard is what comes out. So I would normally say, ah, oh, nothing works out for me. But because you've been taught, I will rule and reign and conquer and subdue. I got a new habit because my consciousness has been changed. I don't think that way anymore, which brings me to the second one, your conduct. Your conduct, your actions. These are habits. These are habits. If you, if you do this, this is a habit. It's a habit. No, no, I'm not knocking. I'm saying it's a habit. If you, if you, if you do this, if you stand up and do this, it's a habit. You don't just do it at church. You do it when you watch the TV. You do it when the movie get good. You don't just do it in here. You do it everywhere. If you overly dramatic, you don't just do that in church. You do that everywhere. Let them run out of white meat at Popeye's. God, dog. I don't even know what I'm going to do. No, I don't want it. I don't want no wing. Take that thigh out of there. I don't want that thigh. It's greasy. <laughs> What's me? If your habit is to run when things get difficult, you're often, you ready for this? You are often the victim of hurt. But it's your habit to run, though. You're just a runner. That's your habit. So you come to church, you got hurt. You go to a car lot, you got hurt. <laughs> you go work for Google, you got hurt. Go work for Amazon, you got hurt. <laughs> work for yourself, you got hurt. Start preaching, you got hurt. Like, the story of your life is your habit. It's your habit. It's your habit. Like, if you're a hard worker, you're a hard worker, period. So you come into church, you're like, oh, no, uh-uh, no, let me get, let me. And you work hard. But you don't just do that here. If we come to your house, it looks like a hotel, like there's nobody near there. Why? Uh-uh, move that. Move that. Uh-uh, baby, get a coaster. Get a coaster, baby. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You kids, y'all stay over here on this hardwood. And y'all come over here in this living room. Uh-uh, there's too many of y'all moving around. Y'all sit down. <laughs> Hold on, wait a minute, everybody. Let's just go outside, y'all. Let's just go outside. Let's, take a, let's go outside. There's too many people in the house. <laughs> right? If you keep a dirty bedroom, no judgment. We, we anticipated this, and so we sent our camera crews this week to a few homes. Watch the screen. No, <laughs> so we are like, excuse me, I got to go. I got hurt in church. Church hurt. I got hurt. <laughs> Sit out somewhere. If, no, 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 no judgment. But if you keep a dirty bedroom, your car. <laughs> You got McDonald's next to Social Security card next to <laughs> next to your Comcast bill. Mixed together with a pay stub from a job you used to work 10 years ago. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me today. And all of that, watch me, is tucked in your Bible. Listen, I need you. 
saying the word that way. Your cubicle probably looks that way. It's quiet. Listen, come on, let's do the altar call because I. <laughs> This building got so quiet to me. Come on, Facebook, don't y'all get quiet with me. I can sense in the spirit Facebook is trying to look away. Look at me. Ready? It's pro- and, and listen, and, and here's what you say. Here's your habit. I don't have the time. So when you walk past all of that stuff, your habit is, please pay close attention. You, if your habit is, I don't have the time. You walk past all of this, watch me, on the phone. It's quiet in this church. Come on. I do not have time to clean up. What you doing? Yeah, church, church is fire tonight. You ain't talking about habits and shoot. Yeah, I already know I need to change some, some habits. Y'all stop making all that noise in there. It's time to go to bed. Time to go to bed. All right. Don't make me come in there. Yeah, so, you know, whew, I just got so much cleaning to do. I just don't have time. I'm about to be done because for some of y'all, this is torturing you right now. I'm about to be done. I just don't have the time. God, I'm so busy. You know what I'm saying? I'm so busy because my next 12, huh, going to be my best 12, huh? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Praise break. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Woo! Glory to God. So, you know, did you see, uh, did you see? Yeah, they, yeah, another one. Yeah, I tell you, I'm so sick of looking at this on the news going, this is it's sickening. Don't make no sense. Don't make no sense. God, dog, God, dog. Got to be more careful because I... I don't have no time to clean this house. I'm going to get a maid. That's what I'm going to do because I'm just too busy. And I was going to wait until later, but, ooh, don't nobody be feeling like cleaning this house. I told y'all to stop making all that noise in there. No, see, they think I'm not, see, I'm not the one. See, they think I'm going to play with them. They think I'm going to play with them. I am not the one. They think that I'm the one to be played with, but see, I'm not. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Now, I told y'all, didn't I tell you to get in the shower? Why are you still on it? I'm not the one. Woo. I just ain't got no time to clean this house. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, give me the strength, Lord Jesus. Yeah. You've been on the phone for four hours. Yeah, but anyway, no, I'm about to let you go. But uh, one more thing, though. Uh, you know, I need to, I, I need to get my credit together. Because Bishop been taught, he been preaching. Oh, God, the man of God been preaching. He been preaching. He been preaching. Need to get my credit together. Yeah. 
I'm gonna do I'm gonna do it tomorrow because no, I'm gonna do it tomorrow because what I need to do tonight, I just child, I'm tired. I just need some rest. You know, you know, you just have been so tired. Wait a minute. I thought I told y'all that. Oh, never mind. The neighbors' kids. Listen. Now, you got on the phone at 6. It's 12.30. All right, well, yeah, this house ain't getting clean tonight. Huh? All right. All right. Shoot, we didn't been on the phone for five hours. But see, this is because I needed this. I, need, I needed this. Because I'd just be running. You know? I just needed just the just the bridge to get it all out. Wee. Okay. All right. All right. Bye. Damn, wait a minute. Hey, so uh hold up. I, I'm gonna let you go. I know you gotta go to sleep. An hour later. It's two o'clock in the morning. Your shift starts at eight. Watch me. You walk past this living room. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna make them kids do it when they get home from school tomorrow. Yep. Matter of fact, let me text them. You better have that kitchen clean by the time I get home tomorrow. <laughs> you better so. <laughs> you better so. Now watch me, because all the single people are like Bishop, I can't relate. All, all the non-parents are like, I can't relate. You're gonna understand in a minute. You're going to send a minute. You're going to send a minute. All that time, watch me, your habit told you you didn't have the time. So what did your mind do? It made you lose time. Because your habit has taught you to waste time. Ooh, y'all don't get quiet on me like that, like I'm speaking Spanish. When you don't speak of the Espanol. But watch me. <laughs> hey, watch me. Your habit taught you that. So you'll look at people who are up at 11.30 working. You'll say, you're just a workaholic. While you sit, while you laying down. I just can't find nothing on Netflix. They ain't got nothing. But their habit has taught them maximize the time. Your habits have taught you I ain't got time to do this today. So here it is. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> your consciousness, your conduct, lastly, your confessions. Your confessions are a habit. Can we have an honest moment? Let's do it. Can I have everybody stand? Everybody stand at home too. Can, you, can I get you to stand? Come on, get off the couch. Get off your lazy boy. Get off your uh, silly posturepedic, your purple, whatever other kind of matches you got. Come on, everybody stand. In the middle of the line, we're one, we're one big family together. In the middle of the line. Can we be honest? How many of your natural, guys, can we really be honest? How many of your natural confessions are, are negative? Like, it, it comes out of your mouth like... And it takes you looking back on it to say, ooh, can we press it further? 
How many of you, your natural confessions is to just cuss a whole lot? Okay. Now, why do we need to be honest about that, church? Because there's some stuff, please pay attention, you've damned up. I got to go. I got to go. There's some stuff where you have literally, in Babylon, you've cursed it. And listen, and it's our natural confession. I understand it's our natural confession. But here's our prayer. So here's my prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, give me the grace to change and to fix the negative habits of my consciousness of my conduct and my confessions. I pray change starts today. I'll think like you. I'll act like you. I'll speak like you. I'll think like you. I'll act like you. I'll speak like you. I'll think like you. I'll act like you. I'll speak like you. One more time. I think like you. I'll speak like you. I'll act like you. In Jesus' name. Can we give them a praise tonight, Wednesday? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And for everybody, listen, here's the thing you need to know. There's grace while we're changing our habits. God doesn't beat you up. He doesn't beat you down. He ain't like, you messed up. I'm going to get you. There's grace. There's grace. But your habits decide your future. Today, I posted on Instagram. Today, I went to the doctor for my annual physical. And I wanna, and I, why did I post that? Because I want to encourage men. Men, sometimes, we never go to the doctor. Man, you, your body got to be falling apart before you go to the, your arm over here on the table. And you tell, but I think I'm going to go see the doctor. <laughs> Let me just lay down and take a nap. I'll be all right. Get some Tylenol. Um, but we have to be healthy. And I got on that scale when I went in there, and I was looking at the number because I had this new fitness goal. And I didn't want to go to the gym because I knew muscle weighed more and all that. I was like, because that number is what I'm obsessed with. And the, the, the nurse, bless her heart, she's going to say, oh, Dr. Foreman, it's okay. It's all about how you feel. I said, no, it ain't. I said, it's about this number. I said, you can do it based on how you feel. She said, well, just celebrate all your progress. I said, listen here. It's about the number. Dr. K in. He said, oh. I see it's different. He said, but your waistline didn't get bigger and nothing like that. I said, no. I said, I said no. He, he got just a little, little bit more swole. A little bit more swole. Why am I sharing this with you? Be because, because habits determine what was reflected on the physical. Habits reflect in your life. So pray this for me. Say, God, show me the habits that need to change starting now. Say, make it clear to me. In Jesus' name. Say, and there's grace from you to make that change. Tonight, if you're not a Christian, come on, the Lord wants you. Secondly, if you give your life to the Lord, you're not been faithful to him, come on, the Lord wants you. Thirdly, you're like, Bishop Roman, I don't know where things stand with God. I want to be sure the Lord wants you tonight. Wherever you're at, everybody, everybody, pray this to me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief, because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, that you are my God, my Lord, my Savior, I confess you today. Thank you that you are the God that helps me to fix my habits. And there's grace while my habits are being fixed. And there's grace. And there's grace in the process. In Jesus' name, amen.
you just prayed that prayer for the first time, you're now a Christian. I need you to take, first off, let's celebrate you. We celebrate you. Can I get you to take your phone out? Text decision to the number on the screen, 877-552-4746. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to the number 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.